Hey guys, uh, today is brought to you by the letter F for food. And I know I promised you guys that if you were a foodie, you don't want to miss this episode. And after listening to this, you're probably going to want to wish that you did not listen to this episode. I mean, this list of all these weird foods are just filled with like the most diverse level of diarrhea I've seen in my entire life. Like some of this shit does not even seem edible. I don't know, man. I feel like some of these I kind of want to try because when we talk about it a little bit later, there's a chance that you might die. And also a lot of it's disgusting too, but. Dude, but yeah. do you want to try because it like, it looks good. There's no way that some of this stuff looks good. Oh uh, like, no, no. It's no. more about the thrill. It's more about the weird fleck. It's more about being like, if I told somebody that like, dude, I ate like tarantula, like a tarantula hole. There is no way that I'm, that person's going to think I'm like, Oh yeah. No, he ate that because he genuinely likes tarantula. It's more about the fact that like, this dude's fucking crazy. He might be a badass, and he ate a whole damn spider. So later on, we're going to talk about something and it's going to ruin candy for someone. So let's just hopefully people look forward to that. Uh, but yeah, so have you ever heard of uh, Balut? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, literally. Like, yeah, I've, I just heard of it actually today. Okay. So for people that don't know what it is, it's a fertilized egg that, um, that was boiled and then it's just before it's about to hatch, they end up like eating it. And so the yolk is still kind of oozing and all that stuff. And it's a delicacy in the Philippines. And so the, they cook it whenever the fetus is anywhere from like 17 to 21 days. And so it's, if you haven't, like whenever we talk about something, I would encourage everyone to kind of open up the internet. I don't know. That, that, to me, that sounds kind of weird. Just open up the internet, whatever. Just Google, internet. Google. I don't know why I said open up the internet. Just, <laughs> like the internet matrix. Access the matrix, please. Yeah, I don't know. That just it sounds really weird. Anyway, just Google Balut and it's B-A-L-U-T. And again, if you're squeamish, still look at it anyway because you, yeah, you need to know what this looks like. Um, so it's, I don't know. It, I don't think I would eat this. I would definitely love to be around it, just to smell it because my nose, and for people who don't know, I love smelling things. And I want to know what every, each and every one of these smell like, but I don't think this would smell very good. Uh, it, dude, it just, honestly, like, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I have very, sen- my nose is sensitive to smells, but, like, it, like I'm, I'm a person that doesn't vomit very often, but if something smells putrid enough, bro, like, I'm going to be, like, yak everywhere. Like, yeah, I don't even care. Like, it can be as bad as, like, you're, like, for example, when you make chicken and you have that, like, that pad that absorbs all, like, the blood and fat. Mm-hmm. And you put that in the trash and leave it there for, like, a day or two and don't take it out that smell dude that's enough to fucking flatline me so i can only imagine mm. like this thing would probably kill me so, so let's do this do you think this is my personal spin to this we're gonna add this would you add hot sauce and eat to it do you think I, you would add hot sauce to this and be able to eat it dude it doesn't change it like put it this way all right so i don't know if you guys or you can subscribe to this but like i'm one of those people where once i know what something is and I get a mental it sounds dumb but it makes sense once you get a mental taste of what something's going to taste like I cannot untaste that even if I bite into the object itself like if I think something's going to taste disgusting maybe it, even if it doesn't but I already pre in my pre like I have a preemptive kind of like I just look like it's garbage and I eat it I'm automatically going to taste that taste that or taste already that I've meant already formed an opinion on so hot sauce wouldn't do the trick for me. If you tricked me into eating it, like, for example, I remember one time I inadvertently ate cow tongue. And if you had told me that you're eating cow tongue, I would have started tasting all these tastes that really probably don't exist. 
But the fact that I was freaking eating it, it was the greatest thing ever. It was like, it was delicious. Yeah. So I don't think I can trick you with a bird out of an egg. Like there's going to be like, Hey, that's a, that's a cow. Like just eat it. You know, it, it may look like a bird, but it's a really, really deformed cow. Like, no, I, there's no way I could trick you with this. Unfortunately, I think. Yeah. This one, this honestly, I'm not going to lie. This one just looks and looks like it tastes like shit and sounds like it tastes like shit. So it's going to be a super strong pass for me. So mm, yeah. I got something for you guys. That's going to probably make everyone get a little squeamish, you know? It's, so White and eggs from Laos. I'm probably butchering it. Laos, L-A-O-S. Laos. 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 This is exactly what it sounds like. White and eggs. So the description goes, one of the world's most, more unusual uh, meal or mixture of uh, ant eggs and partial embryos from a white ant, plus a few baby ants to add sourness. So if Mm. your stomach handle it, it's something that is actually eaten in this country. That sounds like people were struggling and had no other options but to eat it, and then it was just widely accepted. Uh, yeah, that's not really appetizing to me, and I think I'm going to add that not uh, would not add hot sauce and not eat it. I don't think hot sauce can. But, but what is it with hot sauce? Does hot sauce just make everything better for you? Yeah, I feel like hot sauce is like my go-to default, like um, like condiment. You know, like so. If Gordon Ramsay ever hears this, he's probably gonna fucking kill me. But if there was something, let's just let's just go. Let's just think that if Gordon Ramsay had something that I did not like and I put hot sauce on it, it would be better. He would probably kill me, but I feel like I would do that. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of eating the meal? Because now you're just tasting hot sauce. So like, if you're gonna go balls to the wall and be like, I'm gonna eat these white ant eggs, you might as well eat them. Not be not like go half ass. That's true. Like I'm just gonna put a little hot sauce. No, dude, you want to taste the disgustingness that is your meal. You know, go or don't eat it at all. You know, mm-hmm. like if I were to do it, trust me. I, like I'm not, by the way, people, I would not eat any of these things. Like I'm not gonna lie to you and act like I'm a cool guy and eat all of it. Hell no. But if I were to do it, I wouldn't put a condiment on it because it feels like. It's a kind like of disrespectful. No, it's not disrespectful. It's, just, it's like people that, for example, say, "Oh, I read a lot, but they listen to audiobooks." Uh, do you? Do you? It's like half ass. It's like I guess technically, but not really. It's like you ate a white ant egg, but it was dipped in hot sauce and you put it in cheese. Did you really eat it? Yeah. Mm. You know, it's, mm. it is what. But it just seems like I wonder if any. Can you imagine? Like I'm not gonna lie to you guys. This is gonna be very disgusting. But like, can you imagine the shit that you would take after some of this stuff? Yeah, I think that you would probably not. You would probably have a natural, uh, a natural way to clean yourself. It's you. You actually, you're. You know what? You're paying to poo. That's what you're doing. It is. I mean, could the human body evolve to handle this stuff? Because think about it, like back in the day when we were hunters and gatherers, like it wasn't like we had all these things we have today where we have Chipotle and Taco Bell and McDonald's. Like we had to probably eat some things now that we're probably sensitive to, you know, like mm-hmm. back in the day, like when people, I guess like before like this discovery of fire, you know, I don't know, was it the Neanderthals or the ones that are, our, you know, ancestors that were the first ones to, you know, pick up stick and stone and throw it at something and then cook it. But anyway. Monkeys. What did, what did they eat before? Like, dude, I'm pretty sure they were eating berries. They probably were just eating things raw. Like, but their stomachs were probably built to handle it. So I'm wondering if over the years we've become more pussy. Like, the stuff mm-hmm. that would make them now and be like, oh, God, it's gross. Back then, we will probably be like, yeah, bro, that's my breakfast. Yeah. 
I think I think that because we have so many options like nowadays, and a lot of it's like, you know, whenever you go anywhere, there's there's a fast food joint everywhere you go. You know, it's like you you have to find like certain places that don't that aren't fast food. Like obviously like the local stuff and all that, but like there's fast food literally anywhere you go. And it's just so easy and accessible. I think that a lot of people just go to that as a first choice, you know? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we've been conditioned to, I, I honestly think that we're less like our culinary palates are probably less durable than they used to be because we have options, you know, mm-hmm. like back in the day, like think about like something yeah. like Netflix, for example, like now, have you, how many times have you been in a situation where you're like, yo, I'm determined to find a TV show or watch a movie tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you go on like Hulu, Netflix or HBO or whatever the case is. And then you're like, you have so many options. You end up watching nothing it's almost like the same thing with food where we have so many options nowadays. Like I just think our stomach just aren't, I don't know. I just think our stomachs, they're too accustomed to define the things in life. So when we eat something that probably is not as bad as, you know, we make it think it is, we just, we just can't handle it. Like, I mean, I, cause I, back in the day, they didn't have, they didn't have all these things. So how did we survive back then? If you know, we aren't, if it's nothing but just conditioning. Yeah, like an evolution, like essentially we, they ate like buffalo 24-7. To be honest, honest, is it it evolution though? If you can handle less, technically it's almost like you've lost something. So it would almost be similar to Mm. de-evolution. If that's the word, I think probably just made up a word, but like- I think it's like like de-evolving, like Pokemon, like- Yeah, yeah, like we're regressing. That's the word I'm looking Mm. for. Like we're regressing. Like for example, like the amount of diseases and stuff that like, like for example, in certain cases, like we are, we've evolved in this not a fact that like we can handle more, you know, diseases. Like back in the day, diarrhea was a death sentence. You would get diarrhea and would die of dehydration. Nowadays, it's a mild inconvenience, you know? So we evolved to handle that. Mm -hmm. I feel like when when you got, when you got diarrhea, you just, I feel like you just eat a popsicle, get hydrated, and then you're good to go. Yeah, dude. or even eat a banana, or whatever. Get that potassium, get your potassium game back up, and then you're you're solid. But like mm. back then, definitely. So the same thing with food. Like we've gone the opposite, where like we can't, we have to cook everything, and it has to be salted. In your case, you got to throw hot sauce on it, otherwise you die. Mm. Back then, you're like yo, I just caught a buffalo. I'm about to bite into this thing right now. Not cooked. Let's go. Yeah. You know, we probably. They probably had bacteria and stuff in our stomach. Like, mind you, this is all bro science. I'm making this shit up. I'm just assuming, you know, like I'm assuming that they had bacteria and stuff in their stomach to handle that. But like, as we, you know, I guess you could say, quote unquote, evolved, we now can't handle these basic things. So like things like white ant eggs or even the stuff you're talking about with the, you know, the one you previously mentioned. It's like, at one point in time, I do think that human beings probably could have ate that without like shitting themselves or vomiting. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, so the next one that I have on my list is pufferfish, and I think it is it's called fugu. I I hope I'm not butchering that. And I thought that I had looked it up beforehand, but I guess not. Um, but it's located in Japan, and um, so this is the one that I'm really excited. I would I think I would try it. It's kind of like playing Russian roulette, but with food. Um, so the skins on the inside contain a poisonous toxin called tetrodoxin. Tetrodotoxin. Um, and it's, so I've read, and I don't know exactly where this is in terms of how powerful or more powerful it is compared to cyanide. And I've seen ranges anywhere from like a hundred to 1250 times more powerful than cyanide. So let's just say that it's more powerful than cyanide. 
Okay. So does, does this thing even remotely taste good, or is it a, yet again another thrill? Like I'm gonna eat this fish, and if I die, then that's it. But if I don't, I'm I'm basically John Wick. So, so this is how they like prepare it. I think so. Only so certain certain par- body parts have the toxin in it, like the ovaries, the kidneys, the skins, the eyes, and stuff like that. But if you so what happens if you eat it, you end up becoming paralyzed and you die from asphyxiation, which is essentially like the you don't have Wait, a, you so have you, a diff- if it's not properly cooked and you eat it. No, I think if you eat the part that has um, the poison in it, because the oh, way- you're, wait, you're not supposed to eat the poison. I thought that was the whole no, thing. No, 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 no. I think the way it's what, so when I said Russian roulette, it's more so of if the chef doesn't cut it right and he gets a part that's not, or that's, that has poison in it and you eat it, you might die. Eesh. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was more about the fact that like you eat, like he properly, he cooks it. And no. he took it to the point where the poison is almost like, as dumb as it sounds, like negated to a certain degree. You mm-hmm. eat it and you can survive a little minute dose of it. I didn't realize it's like, no, you just can't have the poison at all. No, 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 no. So, so this is what it said. It said that um, the best fugu chefs leave enough poison so it tingles the lips and gives one taste of fragility of life. So okay, you, so there's poison in it. Yeah. So some do. I guess some people, some chefs do leave a little bit of poison, but I think that's, you're not supposed to eat it, obviously, because it's like way more powerful than cyanide. Hmm. But it's so it said that the chefs, so this is the, this is the part that, that is very, very interesting. So the chefs, they have to train, uh, like I think about 11 years to become a fully fledged, like fugu chef. Um, so that's like a 10th of your life dedicated to you know preparing it seems like fish. such a pointless skill to have like i'm gonna just go spend a decade of my life to learn how to properly cook this fish so i don't kill people yeah like, but it's, i feel like it's that's cool man like you just go in there and then you pray that your chef isn't knows what he's doing because if not I did to be chefs have like imagine like you spend your decade right so imagine the first time you ever like you you've spent your decade of training right you go to the restaurant and you're about to, you're, you're preparing your first uh, puffer fish meal. The amount of anxiety you would have to be like, yo, this is my first time actually doing it. If I kill these motherfuckers, my career is over before it starts. <laughs> so this is, this is the weird part too. So what they do, they just wash off the toxin with water. See, that's a, that's a strong knot for me, bro. I'm like, yeah, you just, you're just going to pour some water on that and expect me not to be concerned. So I guess all the edible parts that you can't eat, they're just like, you know, let me just dabble some water on it and hopefully hope, hopefully all the toxins are gone. If not, Dude, we're that, playing Russian roulette. Man, it seems yet again, that seems like a cool story. Like I, I won't lie to you. This so far, this is the only one that I'd actually try. One, because it's fish, because like I mean at the end of the day, fish to me, I mean this is dumb, but like and, and probably ignorant to say, but like to me all fish taste the same. I'm not one of those like super you know, have a super fancy palate. Where I'm like, I can tell this is a flounder versus this being a red whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like to me, all fish say it's the same if you cook it pretty much the same. So I'm assuming that I would be able to at least eat and ingest this, but this one would be actually pretty cool. This would be the one that like I wouldn't have a hard time getting past the remember like the mental pre mental image yeah. and the taste because yeah. half the battle of some of these things are just the taste. Like eating a white ant egg and embryo, that that texture, the taste probably is going to stop you. 
halfway from even ingesting it. But like with this fish one, you just I would assume that like you know like you cut you cut the piece of fish right, you eat mm-hmm. it, swallow it, you give yourself like five minutes to see if you're gonna die, and if you're still alive, you're like, all right, that's it. I guess I'll take another take another bite. So, um, so for cost wise, it says it's anywhere from a thousand yen to fifty thousand yen per per kilo. So that's about. I think if I haven't checked the like the rates for the the conversions, but it's like ten to fifty dollars per per kilogram. So, so people, are you willing to risk your life for fifty bucks? <laughs> That's a yes for me. I think I would want to do it. This yeah, is I'm gonna be I'm, this gonna, is, I'm gonna have to double down on that, dude. That'd be a yes for me. Honestly, like I would I would do it. I would. So these poisonous organs, they're placed in like special bags and they're kept underneath like some some lock or something and then from there they're disposed like in a radioactive waste like that's how poisonous it is so it says that they're disposed of like this radioactive waste in a special incinerator can it get on your hands like is it one of those things like remember Uh, like is it one of those things like it gets on your hands and you like wipe your face or like i don't know like for whatever reason you lick your fingers you know like a psychopath Mm. and then would you die from it because remember that pepper the what is it the carolina reaper like it's so like it's it absorbs into pretty much everything. So we had a friend that uh, had to do a. He lost a bet and he had to eat. Uh, was it two Carolina Reapers? No, it was like more. I want to say it's like four, four only, or five. We only ended up eating like two, right? You yeah, know, I don't think I he think did so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like he did. So this pepper is so potent that even the juice, if it gets on your hand, will light your ass up. Like this dude was like. Like just shooting out liquids out of every orifice, eyes, nose, everything, just short of butthole, probably because we're in public. But like, I'm wondering if this puffer fish toxin is the same way. Like, if for example, like it squeezes, like you squeeze out some poison accidentally and it gets on, like, I know your hand. Can you wash your hands and be good to go? Or is it like, let's say you don't realize it and then you don't, I don't know, you wipe your eyes and all of a sudden you become Nick Fury and have to wear an eye patch. So I feel like when, when, like, you know, when I had said that all they have to do is, well, okay. I don't want to say all they have to do. When I said that they wash the toxins out, would it just be like that? Like you just wash your hands and it kind of just the goes away. Clarity on this is making me scared, bro. Like the fact that we don't know if washing it actually makes sure it safe is something we should be worried about. Like if, like for example, if I'm the chef and well, if you're the chef and I just asked you that question and you gave me that response, like, yeah, basically I think so. I am slapping that dish off the table. Like no, hell. I, I think I still want to do it, man. This, this, oh I don't God. know. It's just something about like, yeah, man. I mean, if I eat it, you know, it may or may not con- like contain poison. It just, I don't know. And not that I've ever eaten poison, but just, it's just cool. You know, like just like, Hey, I'm playing. You're literally playing with your food. I feel like there's bigger, there are almost bigger thrills that are worth more worthwhile. Like one thing I've always wanted to do, right? Well, this well, at least back in the day was, you know, I, mean, I saw the first time I ever saw this was in one of my favorite movies of all time, James Bond Skyfall. And the beginning of the movie opens with him. Like he is shit faced probably like two in the morning. He's at a, he's a, at a bar in where I believe is somewhere in South America. I keep forgetting. It's ever South America, Mexico. Okay. Long story short, they have this thing called the scorpion challenge. So pretty much what you do is you have a small, for those of you that don't know much about scorpions, is that the smaller the scorpion, the more poisonous, you know, ironically enough. So you have a scorpion on one hand, and then you have a shot on the other, right? So what you do is you literally just hold, you have the scorpion up, still stay in your hand, and your hand is raised in the air, 
and you take shots of whatever alcohol, whatever your poison is, tequila, vodka, whatever. So as you get drunker and drunker, your hand gets less stable. Obviously, you start getting a little bit of the shakes, right? You know, as we all do, we get a little fucked up. It's kind of the world seems like it's moving around a little bit quicker and all that, right? Mm. So the thing is, the scorpion itself, it's sensitive to touch. So as you start shaking, what the risk of what goes up? Of you getting stung. So pretty much it's like one of those like machismo challenges where it's like once, you know, obviously, you know, like the whole point is like pretty much just take as many shots as you can. And then once, you know, I guess you say you chicken out or bail out, you just toss the scorpion off, but you have to cover it with the shot glass. So if you just toss it off your hand and you're like, oh, shit, you just toss it off your hand, it doesn't count. You don't win the challenge. The challenge is to toss it onto whatever the bar counter or whatever and put the shot glass that you're drinking of, drinking out of on top of the scorpion. See, that to me sounds like a challenge worth risking your life over. Eating a puffer fish and dying for 50 bucks does not. <laughs> See, yeah, okay. When you put it like that, I think I would do that, but I feel like I would do maybe two shots and be like, yeah, I'm done. And then I would cap it and then go about my way to eat this puffer fish. That's yeah. what I would do. What's the better, but what's the better flex, man? Can you imagine you like, you're telling a story like, this one time I was in Mexico, man, I had a scorpion in one hand and a shot of tequila in the other. I just kept ripping those things until I was like, yeah, I'm done. Threw the scorpion on the counter and put a shot on top of it. Or I went to this restaurant one time in Japan, ate a poisonous fish. I didn't die. The end. Yeah, but see, but you have to frame it as, hey, I went to Japan and I almost died. You may have not even, you, the, the fish may have been, been my friend. That is false advertising. <laughs> Look, <laughs> it's not, well, let's just say each, each fish may or may not contain uh, that toxin. So that way it's not false advertisement because it may or may not have it. You never know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess, man. I guess it's, I guess it's a, it's a, I give that flex a C minus. Yeah. It's barely, okay. it's, it's a passable flex, but barely, bro. Barely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you know, all right, so let's go to another one. Let's go to something a little intense. So I got something for you guys that is actually kind of surprisingly where this comes from. You guys won't guess. So it's called gel, jelly mousse. A moose nose and it's exactly what it sounds like so pretty much what canadians have been doing is that like so the description goes as nose isn't exactly the choice cut right but that hasn't stopped uh, some adventurous canadians from experimenting with nasal gastronomy uh, gastronomy i can't pronounce that gastronomy i've been out of school for a while guys i might be slowly slowly getting more and more dumb but by boiling them they boil so i guess they're boiling the nasal passage of a moose and they spice it up with onions and spices and they remove the hair and then they put it in, they cover it in broth, which sets into a jelly and they serve it. That sounds disgusting and that sounds like violent diarrhea. So I'm gonna put that, I'm gonna do puffer fish, jelly goose nose, is that what you said? Or yeah, moose, moose nose, moose nose. Moose, yeah. And I'd probably do balut after that, so the balut. See, I don't know, like, See, the is puffer that, fish is like a flex. It's like the puffer fish, is, there's danger to it. So it's almost like sexy. It's like, I almost died. The moose, this, this one, you're not going to die. It's just gross, you know? With that, like, with that, I feel like that would be kind of like eating like the cow tongue. Not that I've ever eaten cow tongue, but like, I feel like, I, you know? I don't know, but cow tongue is delicious, bro. I mean, like, mm. honestly, like, I kid you not. Like, if you don't, cow tongue, you don't know it's cow tongue. That's the thing. The, like, there's sort of in like, I guess, parts of the body that, cook properly and you mix you know with you know spices and cheeses and all that because mm-hmm. i ate that in a taco and i had no idea like the person that gave it to me told me afterwards like hey by the way that was cow tongue i was like what if mm-hmm. you had told me beforehand 
I would have already formed, I would have started tasting the texture of the bumps on the, you know, on the tongue. I would have started forming this whole horrific thing in my head and not have eaten it. But I crushed two of them. And then afterwards I was like, huh, all right. And now I can actually eat it even knowing that. But like with mm-hmm. this jellied moose nails, man, it, like if you see, all right, so to describe what it looks like, it looks like jello, like old school jello. And then like a bunch of just random disgusting things in it. Because I think they removed a whole nasal passage and they just put it in this broth and then they just serve it. So I was going to ask, do you think they like clean out the nose before they do it? Or do they have like all like the boogers and stuff in it too? Maybe they remove the hair. So I'm assuming they're cleaning it out. Mm. That just sounds like some of these things sound like they became delicacies, but, but upon their like creation, it wasn't a good situation. You're like, Oh man, I'm starving to death or we're in the middle of the woods. You know, like some of these don't sound like, like, like ideas that people came up with other than in extreme situations. Like, are you, I guess, you know, if I'm a chef is the first thing I'm going to think of be like, ah, man, I wonder what I can make into an interesting dish. Let me go ahead and try these. Uh, and rip that nose out of that animal and then put it some broth and sell it for like 500 bucks. Like, I think some of these things, I think some of these things are like people realize they won't die from eating them. And then they just started selling them and you're like, Hey, that's just to say it's a delicacy. So I thought I, so when you, when you mentioned it, I thought it was literally uh, like a moose or a, a moose nose, like the actual nose and some type of gelatin, but it's, it looks like it's like spam, like a moose spam. No. Yeah. Well, you, you see what I'm talking about, right? They're like, it's almost like brownish. Is that, are we looking at the same thing? Yeah. I just typed in yeah. jelly, jellied moose nose on, on Google. And it looks like yeah. it's like a, like a spam. Like I thought like I would eat spam before I would eat this. Yeah, dude. It's, it, it just does not, it just doesn't look like a good, it, yeah. But it doesn't mm-hmm. look like a thing to eat. Like it's not even delicious. At least some of these other things, as much as they may be something that's disgusting, they don't look unappealing, you know? Like if I look at the white ant, the white ant eggs, they they could arguably pass as rice. But this looks like dog shit. See, I don't know, I don't man. If you're if you're like drunk and you're like looking at it from afar, it kind of looks like meatloaf. True. Yeah, you. You know. Yeah, you kind of looks like right now one actually. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like do whatever you gotta do for meatloaf, like you just add some potatoes, man. I don't know. You didn't tell again this whole thing. Like, if you didn't tell me that it was moose nose, and I'm like, oh damn, I'm really hungry. What do we have in the fridge? And I'm like, oh damn, yo, when did you make that uh that that meatloaf? He'll be like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's I just made I wonder, it. I wonder would the smell give it away? Uh, like, that could be it, man. Because like going back to you and your Scooby Doo nose, man. Yeah, like you might be able to pick up on that smell. And be like, wait a minute, this does not smell like. <laughs> well, you know, lucky for me, I haven't sniffed like a moose yet so i don't know what it smells like so but True. i feel like it it would well, like meatloaf has a distinct smell so if it, have you ever have you ever smelled something that smells foreign like for example like not foreign in the sense of like a foreign country but some of that like it's not a catalog smell that you've ever smelled like for example mm-hmm. if i like, i couldn't tell you what a turtle smells like so if i smelled something that smells like a turtle my brain would be like what in the hell is that just mm-hmm. regardless of the package right so I'm assuming the same thing would apply to this kind of meal where it's like, even though it looks like meatloaf, I've never mm-hmm. seen, like you said, you've never smelled a moose. So mm-hmm. when you smell that, would you be like, this does not smell like anything I've ever smelled before. Yeah. Like that would be the red flag. You'd be like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. See, I, there, yeah, there are some things that I feel like it's not 
like so it's not really weird but if my friend told me that if you smell your dog's paws they smell like doritos like your just, friend didn't wear shit bro because i've never it heard does, that it's before. no it does it really <laughs> does smell like doritos like i went to go smell levi's paws when i first yeah. got them they they smell uh, i can't remember if they first smell like like doritos but oh, dude, like I, recently I, I did it and they smell like they smell like doritos or fritos whichever one well let me ask you this though what if you never like for whatever reason you've never smelled doritos when you smell mm. the dog's paw are you gonna be like these smell like chips mm, no see yeah that's true oh no, bro well, Guys, I, just, I just wanted to tell everyone that i point, we accept all things but come on man i don't know i just wanted to say that i smell my dog's paws is that weird is that is that a weird flex I mean, I think you're just, you're just bros with your dog, bro. If yeah. I had a dog smelling his paws, I'd be like, what's up, man? Let me smell yeah. your hand. And I'll let him smell mine, too. Or he or she, uh, whatever. All right. So last one that we have is uh, it's called civet coffee. Um, and for those that don't know, it's, uh, it's in Indonesia. Um, it's the rarest, most expensive gourmet coffee in the world. So it goes anywhere from 100 to $600 a pound or 35 to $100 a cup. And so what, how it's made is there's an Asian um, animal called a palm civet. And it kind of looks like if a cat and a raccoon fucked. So they have like a little like caddish raccoonish, whatever it is. Anyway, so they eat up this like coffee, it's called coffee cherries. Um, and then somehow in like when they're eating it and digesting it, all the enzymes kind of ferment it and it gives coffee like a special aroma. So what happens is after that, they just shit it out and when it comes out, it looks like a payday bar. So for those that eat payday bars, you're never going to want to like eat a payday bar again. Cause you're going to think of, well, at least for me, at least I don't really eat payday bars, but it looks like a, like a civet poop. And they somehow, you know, they just get these beans and they, people sell them and buy them. And I feel like I would, this would be on top of my list. I'm not a coffee like connoisseur, but I feel like I would want to try this. I feel like you have a moral obligation to drink some doo-doo coffee, man. I feel like that's something that I actually, ironically enough, I think I could get past that one. And I'm a guy that doesn't even pick up dog poop. Like, mm. I once dated a girl that, like, her dog just, like, would you crap everywhere? Sorry, guys. The guy's driving his Mustang at a thousand miles an hour for no reason. But um, uh, I once dated a girl that, like, her dog had, her dog pooped a lot, like, all the time. I know all dogs poop, but this dog was, like, you know, the king of just diarrhea, right? Mm. I, like, feces at all i don't like the way it smells i don't like the texture i don't like anything i don't i won't go near it but for some reason i feel like this coffee probably wouldn't even taste like it's been in like crap at all yeah i don't i don't think it would either there's no way that it sells for that much and it tastes like ass like it's it's got to be it's got to be some like top tier shit you know it has to man like if you're gonna sell it for that much man like it, it definitely has to taste some level of good you know yeah uh, is this something? Is this something that you eat with like, uh, like some some cake? Like you're like, hey, hey, honey, uh, we got some cake. You want some some poop coffee? PC's <laughs> coffee? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. But at the end of the day, man, I guess like we well, guess to let these people decide on what they think about it, guys. So, well, I guess you guys, we have given you guys a pretty diverse culinary palette if you guys feel pretty adventurous at least you know you guys know what foods to go out there and attempt if you're brave yeah let us know which one you guys would try the most out of all these and which one you would stay clear of no matter what exactly and- like, let us know the ones that like for example if I, like let's put it this way 
if you had, a, like, let's say, for example, you had, I, I'm giving you 100 bucks. Which one for 100 bucks you would be like, F it up? And which one for, like, for example, like, no amount of money you'd even eat at all? How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So my, my picks, I think my top one would be puffer fish. No, I don't know. Puffer fish or poop coffee. I'm the same way. I, dude, same pick. I could do the poop coffee only because I think I could convince myself that it wasn't poop coffee. And the puffer fish, I could do it because it's fish. But also, <laughs> this is also something that I'm thinking of also as well too, dude. Think about this one. You, cause didn't you say that for the puffer fish that like you're, they're, you eat portions of the meat that have small amounts of poison? Yeah. So if you ate that, right, you drop a deuce. For whatever reason, let's say you have to shit outside in the woods. Uh, if an animal eats your feces, is that poop now poisonous? But wait, so then this whole thing also, like, how do they know how much poison? They don't, how do they measure it? Like, how do they, like, how do they know how much is enough? Like, what if they're like, oh, that's, that's a little too much and you died. Who like, died for, Who died for them to know that? Did we just well, stumble on a mystery, bro? Um, I think, I think it's, we got to go to Japan to test this out. Now. We got to go, dude. We, yeah. We're going to go and rich our lives for you guys, honestly. Yeah. This, and if, okay. uh, if we don't, we don't make another episode after we go to Japan then you know why <laughs> yeah these you look watch people be like these idiots went and risked their lives for 50 bucks they so actually went to japan and actually risked their lives for 50 bucks that's just how dedicated we are to bringing you guys the answers to these questions that you need to know the answers to guys so all right well like i said you know everyone stay safe and eat eat some puffer fish i guess, I guess or drink some doo-doo coffee yeah all yeah. right everyone stay safe <laughs>